and welcome to a new episode of Members on Air, NHCSTL podcast. This is the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce podcast. Uh, before we get started, I want to remind everybody to follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, wherever we're the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce of Metro St. Louis. And now going into our show today, we have Sheila Webster. She's the Outreach Manager for Conflict Resolution Center in St. Louis. Hi, Sheila. How are you? Oh, good morning. I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for uh, thank you for coming. Thank you for being uh, with us today. I, I know uh, it was kind of like a last minute last week. I just gave you a call, and I'm super, super excited and super glad that you were able to say yes and able to participate with us today. When anyone asks for us, we try and just get there. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we're really about service. Awesome. That, that, that's great. Uh, but, but before we get started with the conversation, uh, just tell people a little bit about Sheila, who you are, what you do. Sure. I was born and raised in St. Louis, uh, North City, North County area. I left for a while. I came back. My whole career for about 32 years has been as a landlord, a regional property manager over sites. And so uh, when the pandemic hit, I wanted to shift my um, focus and work for a nonprofit. So okay. probably work for my heart rather than my wallet. <laughs> and uh, Conflict Resolution Center had an intake coordinator position open, and it was to help with um in taking all the cases that they were getting due to the pandemic. Okay. So I started there part-time and I went to full-time rather quickly and then uh, kind of grew with the company and I'm now doing all the outreach. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, and now talking about, like, you, you say you're doing all the outreach for the Conflict Resolution Center in St. Louis. Uh, what is the Conflict Resolution Center? And f- because you, in the name you said St. Louis, I'm assuming there's other conflict resolution centers in the United States, like in sure. different states. I just tell us a little bit about that. What What is yeah. the conflict resolution center? Conflict resolution's been around for a long, long time. Okay. Um, you know, one of the first Nobel Peace Prize winners, Ralph Bunch, uh, won a Nobel Peace Prize for uh, mediation. And so oh, awesome. in the St. Louis that. area, yeah, um, but in the St. Louis area, we started out of the um, about 2017, our agency, and it was... Um, a recommendation from the Ferguson Commission okay. uh, with the uh, unrest in Ferguson. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it came out of the Ferguson Commission that they should have mediation, especially between police officers and citizens. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of started small as a volunteer group, and we, we've grown through the years. Um, but we do a full resource of conflict uh, mediation, conflict coaching, education, trainings, mm. all kinds of things related to conflict. Okay, okay. But our agency is based in the city of St. Louis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, um, there is the um, Missouri Association of Mediators, There's and there's mediation agencies all across the country okay. doing some really wonderful things. Okay. Um, and when you say St. Louis, do you guys also cover, like, I don't like St. St. Charles County or, or different county, or, or do you guys only do, like, St. Louis County? Well, it's funny you ask that. We're funded uh, by the city of St. Louis. Okay. So we actually are funded by the Department of Health and Human Services and then the Affordable Housing Commission. Mm-hmm. So some of our specific work that we do is city-bound, right, okay. within okay. those boundaries. Yeah. But we do have other services that we can offer to county uh, residents and businesses. Okay. Um, and now that you mentioned... There is usually a fee for that. Okay. It's okay. not funded by a grant. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so when it's funded by a grant, when you guys do it here in St. Louis, there's no charge? Like Yes, it's free. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. So if I had a... Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get into, into more <laughs> here in a minute, but before I lose my, 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 my questions and my train of thought, um, you were mentioning about that you guys offer different services, not only in St. Louis, but 
you, you say like for St. Charles County or other counties, you guys offer other programs. I saw on your way on your website, you guys have uh, this section where it's like training and education. Mm -hmm. So like, what kind of training and education do you guys offer? Like, what does that mean? Well, we can train people to become mediators. Okay. So uh, we have what's called the Rule 17 or basic core mediation training. We hold those twice a year. Okay. Um, our cohort that's starting up in July next week, I think, uh, is full. And then uh, that's usually like an 18 hour, it goes over a weekend course. Okay. Um, and that is what the state of Missouri requires you to be a civil mediator. Okay. Uh, we found that a lot of our people that were attending that class wanted more mm -hmm. and they wanted real life experience. So we created a whole program that's called the Mediator Apprenticeship Program or MAP. Okay. And it's a six-month uh, training where they get to come and they follow mediators during mm -hmm. mediations, real-life mediations. Okay. Most of them are community-based mediations. Mm -hmm. And then they can actually then co-chair a next set of mediations. Mm -hmm. And then they will mediate with someone shadowing them. Awesome. So it's kind of a growth. It gives them a lot of experience yeah. and a lot of uh Just interesting cases. Okay, and um, is, does that does that program have a cost, and how can people apply to it? Yes, yes, it does have a cost um, because we have to pay the trainers. For oh, it. oh, yeah, and, of course. Um, it's online. I think it's. I want to think it's about six hundred dollars for okay. mediation. I'm for the six sure months. Are scholarships available? Okay. We uh, encourage anyone of any background to apply. Okay. Um, how can they apply? Uh, they apply online. Okay. At our website, CRC. Okay stl.org forward slash map which okay. is map mm -hmm. uh, or forward slash rule 17 okay so you'll find it under the education header uh, on the on the website okay yeah. um and with the mediations um how do you guys prepare do you guys prepare differently for certain kinds of mediation and what kind of mediation do you guys offer because i know okay. there's different kinds well that's really low <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, we try to stay true we don't we don't try to um vary to a whole whole bunch because um what we try to do is with integrity and make sure that we're really making a difference for the, our clients that we do have so we don't okay. want to put our fingers in too many pots for instance so mm -hmm. um We do uh, landlord-tenant mediation. Okay. We do tenant-to-tenant. Okay. Uh, we do neighbor-to-neighbor -neighbor mediations. Okay. okay. We still do police-citizen. And a lot of times we'll do um, things for, like, neighborhood associations. If there's a group that uh, has an issue with the business or the business has an issue with its surrounding residential neighbors, mm -hmm. we mediate things like that. So um, those are kind of our core uh, mediations that we do. Mm -hmm. And how will those, so how will, how will those... I missed a point, though, that you asked about how do we set up for it. Yes. Okay. That's probably what you were going to come back to. That was the first part. Um, sorry, I get really excited. No, you're okay, yeah, of course. Um, so uh, people, the easiest way is people will go to our website, and it can be um, a referral from, like, a caseworker, or it can be just one person in a party, and they put in their name and information okay. what the what the problem is. Mm -hmm. And then uh, someone reaches out to them within 72 business hours and checks with them and then usually checks with the other party that may be involved in the uh, mediation. Okay. And then if both sides agree to the mediation, then uh, we set that up. So, you know, it's, it can, a mediation could take place within a week or two weeks. Okay. The first okay. initial reach out. Um, 
what I have told people since I was in the intake part before is come to the mediation with about maybe five different goals that you'd like to see. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get all of those probably because a mediation a lot of times is a compromise. Mm-hmm. But if you have some things that you'd like to see happen, maybe you can live with three of them. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, for instance, a landlord tenant and the tenant has a problem with the leaky roof mm-hmm. and they're not, maybe they're not paying their rent because they want that and something else fixed and gotcha. the landlord wants something else. So everybody kind of comes in with their own ideas. The, the two participants in a mediation are the ones that create the outcome. Okay. We're just a neutral third party conducting the, the work with mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you haven't, haven't mentioned it, so I'm going to ask about workplace solutions because I saw on your website you guys also have like a yes. workplace solution. Do you guys also do mediation doing uh, like inside a, uh, a company or something or, or, or what does that, or how does that yeah, work? Probably one of the biggest clients in St. Louis. We're, oh, really? Uh, we're the employee mediation agency for the city of St. Louis. Oh, okay. So for any city employees that have an employee to employee or employee supervisor issue or the police department or the airport employees mm-hmm. or any, any of the city employees, we will, uh, we help, I guess you could say the personnel department by putting this mediation together and helping people get into a safe space. Mm-hmm. It's all confidential where they can kind of just air out what their uh, situation is or when you said this, you made me feel like this. And it's really gotcha. has been amazing. And what happened was during COVID, as everyone probably knows, communication broke down. Yeah. Really, a lot. And everything broke down. Yeah, everything <laughs> broke down, but communication was really hard and people working at home and, and all of that. So we had a lot of businesses and nonprofits reach out to us and mm-hmm. ask us if there's any kind of training we could do for conflict management or de-escalation. So we started another portion of our agency, which is called Workplace Solutions, and that's kind of a, um, a fee based service so okay. separate okay. from grants okay. um, and that's one that we can do we can do it we've done trainings in California mm. uh, via mm-hmm. Zoom because we do it virtually or in person mm-hmm. um, we can train for building a more empathetic workplace Okay. Uh, we train for conflict management de-escalation Okay. We've also have another one that's um, called BART, which is great for a lot of startups, mm-hmm. and that will set the boundaries, uh, authorities, rules, and tasks, so everybody kind of understands. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times that confusion at work comes from I don't know if that's my job or your job or I'm mm-hmm. gonna, you know where that falls, and so that has been um, very successful. The other thing is, is when we get in, sometimes people will call us either of two ways for these uh, workplace solutions. Mm-hmm. They're either having a problem and they need someone to help them, mm-hmm. or they want to um, plan ahead, like be um, proactive. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. Yeah. But so we'll get people that say, we want you to come. We have a client now. We want you to come and do a mediation between two employees. Mm-hmm. So we'll set, you know, a scale for that of whatever the cost is to us. And our, our fees are obviously much lower than attorneys. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> then this client said, well, I didn't know that you did this conflict assessment where we can do an assessment of their agency. Mm-hmm. We can help agencies with grievance policies. Oh, okay. What the program is and how, yeah. how they should report things. So we can do a lot more um, for agencies and nonprofits. Uh, just working one on yeah. one with them, and it's pretty in depth. You can see a lot of our Google reviews on okay. Google. Yeah, are from our business clients. Awesome. I, I didn't know you guys did. Well, honestly, I didn't know that uh, that on a workplace people like use medi- mediators like when they had problems within like employees or 
or uh, like that's that's new for me that I'm just learning right now. I didn't know that people. I didn't know that there were companies that were like, oh no, we need we need like a third party to come fix this because things are not great right now. What happens a lot of times, which we found out, we did, I guess I didn't really even know either. Mm-hmm. Nonprofits don't have an HR department, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's where usually the person is trained to do like the mediations or the back and forth. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. sometimes, um, especially if it's like a supervisor, and I've been in this in the past myself, where you don't feel like it's very fair as the employee, right? Because uh, you're actually um, talking it out between the HR person of your company. Yeah. So you also will hold back things that you don't want them to know or want to say or feelings, things like that. Yeah. Ours takes it away from there. It's either at a neutral place or on Zoom or somewhere private. Gotcha. And it's just the two parties and are completely confidential, neutral third party. And then they come to some sort of an agreement and work it out. And okay. So it, it really um, it just takes that step away where people can let down their guard a little bit more yeah i mean it, it, it makes sense what you're saying because i feel like people would feel way more comfortable with with someone like with someone that they know they can say something and it won't affect their work yeah. because at the end of the day whether like it's hr yeah. we're all human so we so if you tell me something yeah. i might become like a little prejudiced towards you or, or have like a a different image of you that i thought i had but if it's someone like with you that i don't know you and i know that there's not going to be any bad repercussions of me telling you all these things it, it makes sense that the people would rather talk to you guys than to someone like you just mentioned like a regular hr person or, or someone like that and one of the things we do on the prep on that is we don't give our mediators a lot of information mm, okay. so they come in not knowing and they can understand from the parties their feelings and their thoughts and the whole process just kind of with a clean slate gotcha they come with so no biases say, you know there's an employee and a supervisor and um, maybe it's over hours mm-hmm, and we just mm-hmm. kind of give them super basics okay and is coaching is conflict coaching similar to the what you do in workplaces or is that a little different it's actually different. Okay. It's free too. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> coaching happens because it's when mediation doesn't work. Okay. Okay. So okay. I always say mediation takes two to tango, right? You need two people in the room to yeah. work it out, yeah. sort it out. But sometimes that second party doesn't want to mediate. Yeah. So what happened was we started this, I think it was last year, and we, we just got so many... Uh, success stories with this where we just get uh, that client that comes and they get a one-on-one session with the mediator mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know an hour to or 30 minutes to an hour and they get to talk to them and talk through their situations and brainstorm mm-hmm. and think about ideas and things that can come and happen and things okay. like that we helped okay. a lady fight a case uh, she was being sued by like MSD and um, didn't know what to do and um, our mediator was able to kind of mm-hmm. contact uh, the attorney for MSD because it was going to court. Oh, okay. okay. What is MSD? Oh, Missouri Sewer District. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. It's real scary. Okay. Okay. <laughs> your sewer building, they kind of come in. Oh, okay. And people I'll get nervous because they can put liens on your house. You know, all I'll make sure stuff. to pay my sewer bill. Well, yeah, <laughs> my utility well, bills. It's also a physical thing, right? Like there's water in sewer, but you pay water because you see the water come out of the faucet. It's sewer. So, you know, yeah. So you're like, oh, I can let that go for a while. And it mm. builds up and mm-hmm. it becomes really. Uh, onerous, especially for a lot of our residents that are in the city. Mm, and okay. so, anyways, this woman um, found out uh, quite a bunch of information, figured out, and our mediator was help her set up a payment plan with MSD. Oh, okay. I don't know if the case was dismissed, dropped, but it got all worked out. That's great. And she didn't have to go to court, but she was so empowered 
by what she learned in that conflict mm -hmm. uh, coaching that she said, I have another bill like this and I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of the tools that you don't learn, right? Yeah. Growing up. Yeah, no, that's 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 great. So, so um, with conflict coaching, you guys pretty much um, you can teach someone someone to do it on their own. Like from what from what you're saying, yeah, that can be the end result. Mm -hmm. sure. It's a balance mm -hmm. of power. Sometimes it's definitely brainstorming. Uh, it gives them more confidence. It gives them the tools to know who and how to call and what to say. Those type of things, and those are free services also within the city of San okay. to the okay. residents. Uh, that, that that's great. Um, and if and if a company or like a person, myself or somebody else, want to contact you guys uh, to resolve a problem or just to get more information on how to reach out to you guys, how how can they do that? Is that the website? Is there a phone number they can the, call? The fastest way is through our website. Okay. We have an intake line there. Okay. And it gets us the quickest information. It puts everybody kind of in a queue so we know who called and mm -hmm. when. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is crcstl.org forward slash get help. Get help. So okay. it's super simple to find uh, the get help part of that. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So um, is there anything else you would like to take our viewers or followers? And then I have one more question for you to wrap the, you know, to wrap up the show. Uh, our youth. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, we uh, had the, we just were granted a grant say, <laughs> uh, from the mental health board Oh, awesome. Um, to help with three schools in uh, the city of St. Louis to pilot a program to bring student-led peer mediation. So oh, awesome. Student-led because the students decide how it's gonna work out. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we did a, um, a focus group over the summer and then we were able to bring it this year to uh, one of our schools in St. Louis. We're working on a second one. Mm -hmm. And then for the St. Louis City Public School kids, we're actually in the library. Oh, awesome. Julia Davis Library and we're doing six-week sessions there. But it teaches the students uh, the peer mediation uh, model and how to be peer mediators and peacemakers. Okay. And so they're the mediators between their friends. And mm. um, studies have shown there's like uh, it's in the 80s and 90s of lower suspension and expulsion rates when people can talk it out. Yeah. So we're really excited about that program. That has a different website I'd like to give you, and that's um, yeah peermediation.net. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll and put all it on our stuff is open source. So mm. if you have any educators or anyone, mm -hmm. uh, they can just go to them. People across the country have asked for that, and they can just go to our website and get all of our materials yeah. and stuff we've worked out for mm. that program. Great. No, that's yeah. that sounds like a great program. I mean, me as a, as a boy when I was in high school and middle school, we used to fight about the the dumbest things like like seriously it was like the dumbest thing so it's great to have yeah. to have that skill to to be able to mediate and actually have a conversation people don't understand how powerful communication is and how yes. how you can resolve like the most like you can resolve almost anything by talking yes and there's certain things you can't, but most of it can be, can be resolved by talking, but we just don't talk. Yeah. So that learning that skill, uh, it's, a, it's, a great, it's a great thing it for is. students, for sure. It is. And we also, the other thing I want to mention is we are um, partners with uh, the Office of Violence Prevention for the city. Okay. And so we're not funded by them, but we do participate in all of them as an auxiliary partner because we feel that the people that are out on the street, the care violence teams and... Uh, all of the other people that are out there helping mm -hmm. with the, the guns and the violence and the things that are going on, they still get requests from other people that, 
you know, my neighbor is bothering me. If we don't want those things to escalate. Yeah, so yeah. If they could do, like you said, yeah. learn that power of communication before things kind of get out of out hand. Out of hand, yeah. Uh, we're there for those. Okay. So we get a lot of referrals from the city from the neighborhood improvement specialist for okay. uh, neighbor to neighbor work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That works great. And with your small businesses, if they have issues mm-hmm. uh, in the city, you know, with neighbors or things like that, we're able to help. Yeah, for sure. And I'll, I'll I hope our members that are, are listening and our followers that are listening on Spotify and watching it on Facebook, uh, they they get to to reach out to you guys because, like you said, I mean, there's there's times where like a neighbor to neighbor, I have some videos where they end up like shooting each other because they've been in a conflict for a year or, or so like and it's like probably that could have been fixed if, if, if somebody would have talked from the right beginning that probably could have been fixed really easily so yeah. and, and when I first started they told me it was a horror story of somebody who shot their neighbor because he mowed their grass <laughs> I guess their grass was too long uh-huh. and they're like that could have been solved yeah so like <laughs> I know I know but it's good to have like this neutral third person that's, that's kind of a, yeah. team exactly really exactly team yeah you can go to and express yourself so. yeah that's what we're here for. Awesome. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, I think my last question is, do you have a favorite mediation? Is there a favorite one that you're like, this comes up, you're like, I like to talk neighbor to neighbor. I like to, I don't know if there's one specific one you'd like. You're going to ask me about my favorite. And of course, I was trained as a mediator when I started. And with my background in landlord tenant, I decided to take on a case myself. <laughs> okay. And it was really cool. Um, awesome. We had a senior couple that had rented this house for 15 years in an up-and-coming neighborhood, mm-hmm. South City area, and uh, they got a 60-day notice from the management company that they had to move, and they were just beside themselves. Yeah. And they're like, we don't understand why, but they were supposedly selling the property, the owner was. Okay. Uh, and a bunch of people had come through and looked at it and all of that, and they just, they uh, were, I think they were in their 80s. Oh, and They okay. had a really hard time, like, trying to even comprehend where we're going to go and and, for sure um, it was going to be um what am i trying to say the whole neighborhood was getting like an upgrade right mm-hmm. so we ended up finding out later that the house was going to be raised and they were going to build you know uh, gentrification i guess J- yeah gentrification right? yes so it's very hard to find housing in yeah. st louis that's affordable yes so we worked with them to try and work on that we were i was in touch with both of their children that were out of state mm-hmm. Uh, trying to work this out, but I kept going back to the management company, and I was able to get a couple of things for them. I was able to get a moving allowance. That was good. A thousand dollars. Nice. They got paid back for mm-hmm. for all their moving expenses. Yeah. When they had lived there that long, they should. Yeah. And then when I heard that the um, that the house was going to be raised, I also asked that they could have their deposit back right away mm-hmm. because they always say it takes thirty days, and I said, "Well, what are you looking for?" <laughs> If you're going to raise the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, their kids wrote a really nice note and said, we could not have ever done this without That's you. That's great. I extended them a few extra days with no fees because they needed time to get it to mm-hmm. place. But this was all over 20 days. I mean, we were mm-hmm. back and forth and back and forth. That was quick, was too. I mean, 20 days is quick. Well, because they wanted the people out. Yeah, and I said, yeah. I can help you with that. So I was, you know, you got to talk nice to the landlord and you got to talk nice to the resident. Yes, kind of yes. say, what's in everything? 
everybody's best interest yeah. here. Yeah, and that's great to have someone l like you in that scenario because maybe the 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 older couple might have gone really aggressive towards the landlord or vice versa, and it just escalated and made things worse. Yeah, so I wanted to like have a suit. I'm like, you don't want to have an eviction on your record. Yeah, yeah. You know? and then they, I, you know, I think after 15 years of renting, they kind of felt a little bit of ownership. You get used to mm. your neighbors, your doctors. See, yes, of course. So. It's, it was a big emotional upheaval for them. Yeah. So those are the kind of cases that really, um, you know, mean a lot. That's great. Thank you for uh, thank you for sharing that with that uh, with us and with our with our listeners. But Sheila, it's been great having you here. Um, I told you it was gonna be easy. Uh, you did great. So thank you so much for sharing all these stories and sharing all, all that you guys do for the St. Louis community. Oh, thank you. We are so so excited to be members of the Hispanic Chamber. Oh, yes. You guys do wonderful wonderful work, and we have already reaped so many benefits. Thank you. That's awesome. Meeting last month. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that it's already it's already working out. It is. Wonderful. Awesome. Thank but uh, we have reached the end of our members on air. Uh, Sheila Webster, Miguel Rincan, and we'll see you guys in the next one.